We believe that we have to reopen schools. We've been closed for almost a year now. And as a school system, we're starting to see some of the effects of schools being closed. Uh, many of our students um, aren't logging on. Um, we are seeing uh, African-American and Latinx students in particular being especially hard hit. And our goal is to really give every parent an option. Those families who want to remain remote will have that option through the remainder of the school year. But we have thousands of families who want an in-person option because they're essential workers themselves. Mm -hmm. That's Chicago, Chicago Public School CEO Janice Jackson. And the mayor of Chicago said over the weekend, teachers need to be in the classrooms on Monday. It's not an option. Well, apparently it was an option because the teachers are not in the classroom today. It is amazing to watch this unfold. As far left and as pro-union as a lot of these cities and states are, they are in a fist fight now with their teachers' unions. Um, quite a few cities, uh, blue cities, not the other ones, because uh, you know red or moderate cities would never let the unions get this powerful. But I'm looking at Shavar Jeffries, president of Democrats for Education Reform. Quote, we're going to see kids fall further and further behind, particularly low-income students of color. There's potentially a generational level of harm that students have suffered from being out of school for so long already. And this Joe Biden administration lefty activist said powerful teachers unions are standing in the way of bringing back students. Well, that's clearly what's happening. In a call Thursday evening with teachers unions, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the federal government, blah, 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 said the reopening K-8 classrooms nationally might not be possible on Biden's time frame. He cited concern over new variants of the virus that allow it to spread more quickly and may be more resistant to vaccines. So now Fauci is flaking on reopening the schools? Um, yeah, he said with the new variants we might not be able to, but let's let's open them up. If that mm. happens, and we'll deal with that when it happens. Well, and Biden's asking for $130 billion for schools to address concerns. That's what it's all about. The unions. Leaving out the fact that it's already $10 billion or something like that, or was it 10%? Anyway, it was billions of dollars that went out to schools all across the country. To... How many tens of billions went to the private schools that have been open for months and months and months? None of it. And they're great. They're fine. Lying liars. Yeah, it's something. Um, I, I don't know how this is going to play out. I, I guarantee there's some pretty serious meetings going on as we speak in Chicago. I hope the union gets crushed on this somehow. I, 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 they got to fire them. That's the only thing that's going to get people's attention Yeah, is if you fire the teachers. Right. Well, and there are a lot of really bad, lazy teachers that get protected by their unions, too. Um, so I, I would have no problem with tearing it down and starting it again. Oh, one further note about the closing down of Dodger Stadium for about an hour uh, because of a couple of dozen anti-vax activists. They're, they're quoting this uh, dentist who's pissed off because he really wants a shot. He, he's taking risk being around patients, et cetera, et cetera. He said uh, these guys told him the coronavirus isn't real and vaccinations are dangerous. And these crackpots held up inoculations at, at LA at Dodger Stadium for an hour. I don't get that. So how, how, the coronavirus isn't real. How interesting, man! I want to follow those people around. My son's in a private school because I wanted to get him into a classroom. The public school he is going to is still distance learning only. Talked to his best friend yesterday. We still keep them in touch, which was just horrifying to him that they got split up after all these years together. Um, but talking about how, how it was going, and he said half the kids don't have their camera on 
Oh, he said, my mom makes me leave the camera on, but half the kids don't have their camera on. Wow. And they just, and I said, well, does the, does the teacher do anything about it? And they say, yeah, but the kids just say that they're having technical problems, which, you know, I'm sure that happens enough that what yeah. are you going to say? Yeah. The and, kids uh, are opting out now. Kids are opting out because they can. I, uh, you know, if I could have, I would have. I can't imagine how I would have. I hated school as a kid. Absolutely hated it. I can't imagine how I would have taken advantage of this situation if I'd have been able to do it. Well, it's just, it's so insidious because the kids who need extra help are probably not getting it. And there are teachers making heroic efforts to try to educate the kids sure. best they can right now. Of course. It's worth saying. But <clears throat> some of the kids who need extra help are probably not getting it. So they're just, they're confused. They're discouraged. They're not being engaged. They're out. A lot of the really bright kids, I can guarantee you, it's just there's not enough being taught. You're losing their interest. Well, I live in a town where people value education more than practically anywhere else in America. I mean, it's it's what everybody lives for. What's it going to be like in communities where people don't value education? I can't even imagine. Right, right. And families. Just terrible. Where they don't value uh, education. We read that uh, text, I guess it was an email the other day, from a teacher who was... Uh, pointing out how many kids uh, are helped by teachers who recognize they have serious problems at home of abuse, neglect, um, whatever. The the schools are where those problems get uncovered to a tremendous degree. And, um, and so those kids are just languishing. There's just nothing happening for them. There's no way those kids are getting educated. And yet the teachers' unions continue to hold out for, well, for money. Money and power. But I think you get the point. Teachers are heroes. We need to support our our teachers, and they have a union, so I support the teachers' union. I don't get it. It makes me insane. Calgary, Canada police. I should have done a compare and contrast between China, where they whisk you off the plane to a hotel and stick a swab up your butt. What? And Calgary, where... The uh, cute little prime minister, Trudeau, he announced that all returning travelers must go to a government isolation center where a COVID-19 test will be taken. And if you fail it, (laughs) you're more or less incarcerated. It's the story of this guy. He happens to be a clergyman, and he happens to have an amazing beard. Look at this guy's beard. I'm fascinated by this beard, that beard. I mean, that beard should have its own zip code. I wish I had a beard like that. It's like he's wearing a bear on his face. It's amazing. (laughs) Anyway, where was I? Ah, yes. Uh, If the passenger tests negative, they'll be allowed to return home for a strictly enforced 11-day self-isolation. Those testing positive will be taken to another government facility for the rest of their 14-day quarantine. And this guy says, my wife Nikki arrived in Calgary tonight. When she got there, she was greeted by the cops, essentially. Mounties on horses. They told her she had a positive test and she needed to go immediately to an isolation facility. She was told if she resisted, she would be arrested. She called me. I asked to talk with the officer. I talked to two of them. They reiterated what they'd said to her. I asked for the address of where she'd be going, and they said they couldn't give it to me. It's confidential. I asked for their names. Again, they would not give me any information Wait to their names. Wait a second. That, that, well, maybe it works that way in Canada. It certainly shouldn't work that way in the United States. Where are you taking my wife? We can't tell you, or we're not going to tell you. Right. What? No, well, that's right. not the way it works. So, I mean, if they weren't all pretty certain they were cops doing this, I'd say the woman's being abducted. Sure. Clearly. This is a nightmare. 
I asked for their names. Again, they said they would not give me any information of their names. I pushed, I questioned, I tried to fight, but they said they would arrest her if she resisted. They would not give me any information where they were taking my wife. She was not allowed to get her vehicle from the airport. She was immediately put in a white van surrounded by police escorts and taken to an unknown facility that's under full surveillance and has security at every entry and exit. Uh, You can imagine I'm barely keeping myself together wondering what in the world has happened in our country and what seems to be overnight. Canada is a troubling place. Mark Stein has written extensively about this. They have adopted some of the more progressive ideas of not, uh, free speech does not include hate speech. If it insults any religion or causes people to feel bad, we can take away your rights to free speech. So they're a little bit down that road, that road of being able to control. How can we build a utopia if we have people saying the wrong things? How can we contain this disease if we can't grab people up at the airport, stick them in a van, and take them to a mystery disease concentration camp? And not camp? tell their family where they're even going. Which is wild. Canada's where the government is encouraging you to tell on your neighbors and your friends. Right. Right. The local university to me is doing that right now. They're encouraging students to um, uh, scan other students' social media. And if you see pictures of people at parties and not masks and stuff like that, turn them in. Wow. That's a heck of a thing to encourage in society. Wow. Those who would build a utopia require only one thing, control. Speaking of that, the cost of climate indulgence is a story straight out of Portlandia, except it's real and happening in Portland, as they're going to shut down a uh, a recycling plant in the name of making the world more healthy. Uh, it, it's quite a story. I think you'll like this, among other things. Oh, oh yeah, we got these competing stimulus packages. You're going to get a check soon, I think. Whether it's $1,000 or $2,000 depends on who wins out on this deal, but you're probably going to get another check. All that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Even the Washington Post, Washington Post and Wall Street Journal both say the next couple of days is going to be a real test to see how much Joe Biden meant uh, or how serious he was when he was talking about bipartisanship and changing the way things are done and all that. Right. Because the Republicans, 10 Republicans presented to Joe Biden over the weekend and are hoping to meet with him today a much smaller stimulus package than the 1.9 trillion dollar package that his side has put out right it's targeted it's full of specifics as opposed to just a giant vat of money spread out uh, you know to all the deserving pork loving constituencies well says the wall street journal editorial board most of mr biden's proposal especially his bailout for profligate states is using COVID as an excuse to satisfy all in sunday democratic spending constituencies including the whole raising the minimum wage. The Republicans strip all that out and then come up with their own plan that is a much smaller, what is it, 600? It was 800 billion. It's a lot. That's the small one, folks. 800 billion. But still a lot less than the 1.9 trillion dollar one that 
Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer have indicated they're behind and they're willing to use a move called reconciliation where they could push it through with just the 50 votes that they have. Looks like it's six hundred eighteen billion versus one point nine trillion. Wow! So it's okay, six hundred and eighteen. That is modest compared to the other one. It was a seven hundred billion dollar stimulus package after the great crash that caused the Tea Party to form because everybody went so crazy. That's a ridiculous amount of money. Right. You can't do that. You can't spend that much money at one time. Oh my God! It's going now, to the wrong people. Now we're so used to trillions that six hundred billion is seen as well. What is that? I think the national debt's at $27 trillion now. We have spent $4 trillion so far on pandemic stuff, including a trillion dollars that we spent just a couple of weeks ago that almost all of it hasn't been even spent yet. Right. So we don't even know what kind of an effect it would have. But anyway, so if Joe Biden decides to work with these Republicans and come up with something in between those two, uh, then, okay, he meant what he said, and he's going to try to have a, a government that looked like previous governments, where it's really about... You know, R's and D's getting together and crafting some sort of package. Or are we going to stick with what has been recent years where everything only passes on party lines and you just wait till the next election and hope you can oust the other party is the is your only hope. We'll see. We'll know. We'll know in like two days or maybe even today. Yeah. If he refuses to meet with them. So that's that story. Um, I think he's going to meet with them. I think they committed to meeting with them. You can meet with somebody and ignore them. I've done it many times. <laughs> The cost of climate indulgences from the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal. Portland may kill Oregon's only glass bottle recycling plant because now they aren't green enough. It's the only place in the entire state that recycles bottles. Wow. So the bottles will either end up going into the landfill or they'll ship them to other states and they'll lose a ton of jobs and tax revenue from this big company that operates in Portland. I'll just read you a little bit of it. Here's a story straight out of Portlandia. In the name of improving air quality and addressing climate change, the Rose City is considering penalties that could drive a recycling plant out of business and kill union jobs. Portland declared a climate emergency last year, and the city council voted to achieve net zero CO2 emissions by 2050. To meet this goal, it's going to have to (laughs) jump through all kinds of hoops and do all kinds of crazy stuff, because it's really impossible. But anyway, so it will drive the the taxes and everything like that on the way they operate will drive them out of business. Mm -hmm. And so the big recycling plant that they were so proud of a few years back and was like one of the models of how we're a great city will be driven out of business by the new, even stricter goals. And this paragraph in the story is what I liked best. The contradictions of progressive climate policy are multiplying, but one constant prevails. The costs fall on workers and consumers in return for no benefit for the climate. Yeah. All of the stuff you hear all across the country, that's generally the case. Mm -hmm. The costs fall on workers and consumers with no benefit to the climate. Right. Tiny little incremental moves in terms of the global carbon output and just devastating the people involved. But it costs more money. Yeah. Oh, you know, I was going to bring this up yesterday, but I'll I'll give you just a bit of it today. Um, It's a a piece about a bigger piece in in Wired.com. Wired magazine or, or website, the, the title of their publication is The Spiraling Environmental Cost of Our Lithium Battery Addiction. And Stephen Hayward at Powerline Blog is writing about it. He excerpts some of it. 
He says, for the longest while, I've been asking, where do environmentalists and Democrats think all these batteries for our oil-free transportation fleet are going to come from? It seems they think there is a battery ferry out there somewhere who will magically supply the ginormous battery capacity and additional supply of electricity to charge them in order to deliver us to our blessed fossil fuel-free future. Then they mentioned demand for lithium is increasing exponentially. Can anybody hit us with a text? If you have an electric car, how much did it add per month to your electric bill? Because you don't have to plug your dang car in. And I'm not interested in hearing from anybody who drives two miles to work and back. Right. Uh, Going on. So the demand for lithium is increasing exponentially, and the mining of it is extremely damaging to the environment. Horror stories. Um, as the world scrambles to replace fossil fuels with clean energy, the environmental impact of finding all the lithium required to enable that transportation could become a serious issue in its own right. One of the biggest environmental problems caused by our endless hunger for the latest and smartest devices is a growing mineral crisis, particularly those to uh, make our batteries. Um, and they point out the one thing people can't seem to process is that there are trade-offs between different sorts of energy. And there are none, none, that have nearly fossil fuels capacity to generate energy. And so, and, and plus we don't have a millionth of the, the storage capacity we need battery-wise. So I tell you what, your, your rosy, rosy future exists only in your imagination, my friends. God knows what they're going to tear down on their way to their imaginary, you know, unicorn-riding future. I don't know. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Did you at the time believe that Democrat, high-level Democrats and celebrities were worshipping Satan, drinking the blood of children? Anderson, I thought you did that. And I would like to apologize for that right now. So I apologize for thinking that you ate babies. Um, But yeah. 100%. 100%. You actually, but you, but you actually, you actually believe that I was drinking the blood of children. Yes, I did. Uh, can we nail this down? Are you eating babies or drinking the blood of children or both? <laughs> You're talking past each other. Well, right, right. I mean, the blood thing is obviously troubling. <laughs> so I apologize for thinking that you ate babies. The ingestion of children is inexcusable. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, so I think this—I uh, think this piece would be better if it didn't have that weird music in the background. <laughs> That's Anderson Cooper on CNN talking to a guy who's a QAnon supporter, who apparently is one of the people that believe it all, clear up to the the world is being run by a cabal of child-eating. Pedophiles. Pedophiles. And all the media's in on it, too, and only Trump can stop it. Yes. Now, I'd assumed all along that there really weren't many to anybody that believed all that stuff. But apparently there are. I I don't... Is it a hundred? to get a handle on. Is it a hundred? Is it a million? Is it every other person you meet believes that? I don't don't have any idea. So I apologize for thinking that you ate babies. Well, bygones. You know what? I've thought some crazy stuff, too. No worries, friend. Let's hear a little more of this. 
Was it something about me that made you think that? It's because Q specifically mentioned you and he oh. mentioned you very early on. Um, he mentioned you by name. And from there, if he also talked about like, for example, like your family. But yeah, and I, I, I'm going to be honest, like people still talk about that to this day. I, I, there, there were posts about that just four days ago. Wow. So they're still calling Andy Cooper a child leader. But are they all right being, now. see, if I saw that, I would assume it's all performative. It's you're either joking or, or something. Mm-mm. I think thinking, looking at the internet at scale and thinking anything is all blank, I think is, is, it sets you up for, for, uh, undercutting your own point. Sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, but, but I need a percentage. Is it more well, than t- you'd be comfortable uh, with? Uh, <laughs> One hundredth of a percent of the global population is a tremendous number of people. I can do the math, but it eh, sounds fatiguing. I want to hear a little more from this person who believed Anderson Cooper was eating children. Some people thought you were a robot. You really believed this? I didn't just believe that. I, at one stage, believed that uh, Q Anon was part of military intelligence, which is what he says. But on top of that, that the the people behind them were actually a group of fifth dimensional intradimensional extraterrestrial bipedal bird aliens called blue avians i was so far down in this conspiracy black hole that i was essentially picking and choosing whatever narrative that i wanted to believe in uh, I got the bipedal. Well, I missed a word in there as he was describing the in- aliens. Interdimensional? Yeah, that I got. What was the very first part? Fifth dimensional. Play Some people thought you were a robot. You really Some people thought this. you were a what? Didn't... Robot. Robot. Oh, okay. Robot. He's a little accent there. But I, I heard somebody talk about one of the appeals of conspiracy theories is that it feels like critical thinking. And similar to how quote-unquote, friends on Facebook is a simulacrum of an actual friend. Like, it's triggering a lot of the same senses in, in our brains that, oh, okay, we're getting to the bottom of something here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, oh, yeah. People love a mystery. Sometimes you just have to accept that it exists. I mean, quit wondering yes. why. Yes. Um, well, I, the I, interesting thing to me, the truly interesting thing, like intellectually, is when everything turns out to be fake, how these people rationalize, how that was actually proof that, yes, we are on track. And this is the, oh, now I really get it. I, just, I get jerked around once or twice. I don't, I don't appreciate it. I don't find a way to excuse the jerker. So there are a number of uh, people, I'm, I, I, I believe this too, that the, a lack of religion is um, sending more people down this road because you have to have a worldview of how things work. Some people are going with climate change. Some people are going with this thing. Critical race theory. Critical race theory for yeah. some people. Because you have to have a, well, you have to have a view of how the world works and what's going to bring us happiness and et cetera, et cetera, apparently. Um, if, how did human, how did human beings just survive as long as we have? If we're capable of deluding ourselves to that point where you deny all likelihood of something, like the fact that Anderson Cooper exists as a, well-known, wealthy, successful journalist as someone who eats children. But that that's going on. 
Right. How did human beings even survive if we're capable of believing that nonsense? I don't know. Because it's such a small number? I really... Because human interaction used to be direct and local. And you could not harbor cuckoo nut ideas because your interactions would shake you out of them. People would immediately react to you. Uh, Joe, that's nuts. Uh, Anderson Cooper is not eating children. He's not. I had heard he was. Okay. <laughs> now, so I apologize for thinking that you ate babies. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That's a manly apology, and I accept it. Um, uh, now, you don't interact with the people around you. You're, you interact with the people you agree with. So you don't have that that correction mechanism of society. In fact, you have the opposite. You have a self chosen reinforcement mechanism. So I don't I don't think there were cavemen running around saying, "I heard mastodons can fly, flying mastodons." I think Og over in the next cave is he's the mastermind behind the mastodons. He's the mastodon mastermind. And no, no, that would get shut down in a big hurry. Well, everybody believed that uh, you know. Uh... A certain number of the women in their village were witches. Yeah. Yeah, That well, and that's, uh, I know you hate this expression, it's the exception that proves the rule. It took a bizarre mass hysteria to get that going. But, Although there are still people on Earth who think they're witches and, and drag people out of their homes now. But, but that, but that a witch. furor happened around the time of the development of the printing press. And I think one of the, the Internet right. is, yeah. is very parallel <laughs> into the printing press. And prior to this, we did not have a method for distributing information on this scale. Right. So we've got a thing where we might not believe it if, if, if somebody tells me something. But if I read it. And it's got to be true. So we thought that in 1500 when the printing press started, and then more recently there are. So then there are some people that are like this. Well, no, I saw it on the internet, and it's a question. You of, saw it on the internet. That right. doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, it's it's also a question of mass distribution. Um, you can get more people to believe something with uh, better distribution. And the more people who believe something, the less likely they are to be shaken out of that belief. Q so. or the people that are Q whether it's one guy, two guys, or 15, they need to come forward. It seems that they recognize they, they created a monster, right? Yeah. Well, that one dude and who some people on think is Q, was Q, came forward and said, look, everybody, uh, the election's over. Need to go back to our homes, live a happy life. I don't remember yeah. the guy's name. But... I don't know if he's worried about being open to legal problems or something, but... He he should come forward and do interviews with you know somebody yes. yeah, and say here's here's what I was doing and and why I did it. I mean, because if it was like you speculated earlier that he was just seeing how far out there he could get mm-hmm. and still have people believe him, and you started with you know stuff that was very believable. No, the military's doing this, the military's doing that, or politicians do this believable thing, and then you go all the way to Anderson Cooper's eating babies, and people are still hanging with you. Yeah, well, Alex Jones clearly became afraid of what he, if not created, fostered, and he bailed on it. And and I've heard him interviewed. He talked to I guess it was Joe Rogan he was talking to. He said, "Yeah, people are starting to threaten him. Come to his house. The rest of it, come to his office, um, saying you've turned on us." And he thought, "Holy crap!" Well, you know, makes it more understandable how cults ever get going. I mean, that stuff is way more believable than Anderson Cooper eats babies. Mm-hmm. Sure. This guy's got special insight into God and man. Yeah. There, there, there are actually plenty of people who, who do. Yeah, that's not crazier at all. No. 
There are few baby-eating journalists working in network TV these days. Not more than a handful. <laughs> that was irresponsible. And I apologize. I apologize, It's not irresponsible. Anderson. Because only an insane person would believe that. Believe it could even be possible. I think there are two to seven levels of the skepticism, Gene. And some people just don't have it. Bye-bye to you. I can't talk to you anymore. Jesus, Lord, help me. It's one thing to be skeptical of a pyramid scheme or something. Mm-hmm. I can understand falling for that. But come on. Anderson Cooper's a baby eater. That's out there. I think you get dragged there inch by inch. Well, I'll tell you this, as far as... It, uh, so, you know, it, it, it taken out of context, that seems crazy. If you're gonna, if you can believe there are a whole bunch of people in media and politics that are drinking the blood of children, yes, then believing a voting machine was rigged is nothing. Correct. I mean, that is nothing. Right. Yeah. It's a good example. It's pretty tame by comparison because that could happen. Well, as these discussions... major journalists eating babies is never going to happen. As these discussions often end uh, in this way, uh, time to unplug the Internet. We've given it a good long try. It's a net negative. Unplug You'd it. think the older you get, the less disturbed you'd be by mankind. Because you've kind of experienced it all and just kind of like... No. No. Well, good thing. <laughs> the if, more you learn, the less you like humanity. What if you live to be 150? What if that happens where they can make us all live so long? Uh, how... How crazy will you decide humanity is by then? Yeah, well, I can't even imagine it. Jeez. I'd thank you not to bring stuff up like that. Oh, my God. Too terrifying to contemplate. And I'm sick of it! I think, I think Anderson <laughs> Cooper protests too much. He didn't deny it. Exactly. I noticed at no point in that. It's, 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 it's an old trick. No, yeah. he was probing. He's like, so you used to believe this? Okay, right. all right, I'm in the clear. But I don't no even point, feel comfortable joking about this. No <laughs> I know. I keep thinking of really funny jokes, but it's too disgusting. I'm perfectly comfortable joking about it because it's not even close to a reality. It's not something that <laughs> yeah. could even happen. Okay, yeah, I'm back. Know, but, <laughs> it's not, it's just, it's it's not like flying funny. dogs. You'd have thought he would have just stated for the record, though, <laughs> at some point. Right. You know, he's very thin, so he doesn't eat a lot of babies. <laughs> there you go. How'd you like that? You glad, you glad I said it? <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty Show. So you uh, are going to sit and listen to the Senate impeachment trial of the former president of the United States who has been impeached for inciting the erection, uh, inciting Mm. the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. It's catching, apparently. That's the second time that has happened. Incited the erection. Insurrection. So, uh, hmm. Mm. I, I have a feeling since it's happened twice already, once the impeachment starts a week from today and people are mentioning that 100 times a day, you're going to hear that a lot. Great. <laughs> something to look forward to. Well, should be on your guard for... Yes. Speaking of which, was there something we should look forward to? Yes. I'll get to this tomorrow, because it'll, it'll take a little time. Big 
story in the New York Times over the weekend of how easy it is to destroy your reputation online yeah, oh. and how difficult it is to stop if somebody decides to do it. Former employee, former boyfriend, former, you know, whoever mm. decides to go after you. And uh, it's really interesting. We'll get into that tomorrow. Maybe you could ruin your reputation by getting your drink on and going online. This is, I'm told, Irene Bedard, who is the voice of Pocahontas from the uh, Disney movie. You'll get this when I'm ready, okay? Oh, when you're ready. When I'm ready, yes. Oh, hello. Excuse me. When you're ready. In a very bad way. What happened to you? All right. Guess what? Hey, hey, I'm so crazy. Hey, hey, I'm so crazy. Hey, 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 Why are we listening to this? What is this? Michael, why did you give us that? Actually, I uh, intended it for uh, not necessarily this show. But, but what, for, what, what? Well, can you tell us? You, you know more it's about the only back- show you work on. Well, what are you talking about? I'm talking about. You, you, know podcast, more, so. you know more about this than we do. So what's going on there? Uh, she is, has an alcohol problem, and she's being arrested. And Oh, the, she's being arrested in yes, this scenario. In oh, this okay. scenario. Yeah, so there's That's why two she's screaming different like clips, and yeah, they're, they're horrible. I mean, they're actually sad, but... Yeah, the way, okay, I got the idea in the pre-show meeting this morning I know, I that had, she was doing, like, funny Pocahontas oh, voices. No, no, no. Not screaming like a lunatic as she's arrested, and that damn dog won't I'm shut sorry. up. Once again, I let the show down. Was she at her home? Yeah, I believe well, so. How do you get arrested at home being too drunk? What was she doing? I don't know. She was, like, disruptive and disturbing the neighbors, but it was bad. Sounds like there was a bit of noise going on there. Yeah. Of course, she was being arrested, and that damn dog wouldn't show up. Lewis so. and or Clark play a role in it? <laughs> so, is, she, is that Pocahontas? Uh, that was Sacagawea? Who'd Pocahontas help out? John Smith. John Smith, way back then. Okay, so Allegedly, although probably all of that is fictional. I was off by, like, 200 years. Well, the Sacagawea stuff's authentic. There were okay. journals, for instance. Journals. Journals. <laughs> I gestured, as I said, journals, as if I have them spread out in front of me. <laughs> so that, that was a charming clip. Nice job, Michael. The long and short of it is this. Um, you can get something started online about someone. Um so-and-so is a is a business cheat. They cheated me out of this amount of money. Or something much more much worse. You know, mm-hmm. so-and-so is a child molester. And you can get it uh you can get it out there, and if if someone Googles your name, that will come up. Mm-hmm. And it's just there. Yeah. And then trying to get it taken down, that's where it gets into the interesting area. Well, right. And then that's self-perpetuating too. Yep. If it gets yep. lots of hits. Yeah. Yep. yep, exactly. Troubling. Hey yo, son. This is Final Thoughts with A and G. Wow, like it. Brief. Catering to the hip hop fans. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, pressing the buttons. Our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, I cannot believe that playgrounds are now limiting uh, seesaws. Part of the fun was falling off a seesaw or getting the thing up and you know to get get it to go really fast. Sure, sure. Positive Sean, a final thought? The Wonder Years premiered 33 years ago in 1988, depicting events 20 years earlier in 1968. A similar show today would be set in 2001. Wow. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? Too much perspective. I didn't need that. 
Well, you got it. Um, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm not sure why. This is my final thought. I'm not sure why the Daily Wire, that's uh, Ben Shapiro's publication, had to go into this much detail about how to take an anal swab to test you for COVID. I mean, I could do it. Having read this, I could do it and do it right. <laughs> Did somebody want that? It's apparently very accurate. Getting back to Sean's thing, it's hard to imagine a show, a nostalgic show about 2001. Right? Is it just because culture changed so much from 60 to 80s and hasn't I, I think, from 2001 to now? I think culture has been documented, documented in a way since then that it wasn't that way prior, so it doesn't feel as distant. I don't know. Interesting. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Hot links is amazing. There's so many stories you're going to want to click on and share. And you can email us if you see something we ought to be talking about. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But Happy Days in the 70s was about the 50s. So if you had a show now, it'd be about the early 2000s. And it just doesn't seem like it'd be that... What would that be? Smartphones were smaller. (laughs) See you tomorrow. God bless America. There'll be order in the house. And when it's over, it is over. It is over. As the athletes would say, we've left it all in the field. Yeah, it's just complete, utter nonsense. So let's just dispense with that fundamental, foundationally nonsense. That is the climax of foolishness. Figure it out! Or get off the podium! When it comes on for you to go, you have to go. Go away! The case is closed. So I apologize for thinking that you ate babies. Armstrong and Getty gurgling sounds coming out of your drain well that's the number one indicator something's wrong with your sewer line call our friends at bonnie plumbing for 750 dollars off complete sewer replacement 866-411-8151 that's 866-411-8151